State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always updating Assistant that can be called on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. What's up, guys, and welcome to the What Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and List. I'm Nyla Simone. And I am the man that puts the jugs in juxtaposition, Mouse Jones. And today, on the What, we are joined by two friends of mine, two really, really good friends of mine. Where are they? <laughs> one good friend of mine, one really, really good friend of mine, and his brother. <laughs> we are joined by It's The Real, Eric and Jeff. What's yeah. going on, my brothers? Happy to be here. Thrilled for you guys. Uh, no, don't be thrilled for me. Be thrilled for us. Of the course. List. Yeah. Numbers, yeah. Welcome to the pod. Yeah. yeah. What number? Yeah. What number? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Th- Kobe. Yeah. What episode? <laughs> you mean? This yeah. is like episode. No, no, no. no we're talking about what number were you on the list. The list. I don't know what list you guys are We're talking, talking about the about. list that solidifies you in this business, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> that solidifies me. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. This is a big year. This, yeah. this is a big year, and I'm, I'm loving that. I don't care. We can laugh and good, but seeing you get love and adoration, have, have I love it. I was honestly shocked. I'm like, I met. Wait, oh. you should do a speech. Yeah. Yeah, speech. Here we go. Here we go. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Come on. Who do you want to thank? Y'all, let's get to this. You don't want to thank <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to thank Finesse two times? 
I want to thank Charlemagne. Charlemagne the God, because mm-hmm. I'm his protege. Yeah, and yeah, I would yeah. like to thank Finesse two times yeah. for allowing me to sit and interview him in the Breakfast Club for allowing me, you know, to the breathe. present that I am yeah. to be around their greatness. Yeah, yeah. just yeah. to breathe. Wait, Even just start breathe. playing some music now and then chill. Yeah. <laughs> Violin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to wrap her up. She only was yeah. number 24. You don't get that long of a speech. But oh my Eric, God. Jeff, yeah. you guys are about to switch up. You're about to change the game up again. You're about yeah. to Yeah. It's been a uh an interesting pandemic, you know. We had this we had this five year run with a weekly podcast, yeah. and then we were like, nope. A we waste no- of time. We are no longer gonna have people come over. That was over. the name of it, by the way. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't just the, <laughs> the ethos. We are no longer gonna have people come over to our apartment and sit down and share the same air as us and when true. there's a airborne disease out there. So we were like, you know what? Let's do something that we truly care about. Let's tell a story in a narrative fashion. So we have a 10-part podcast coming out called The Blog Era. We spoke to 150 artists, executives, commenters, you know, lawyers, lawyers, lots of people. Uh, got 500 hours of original recordings, uh, interviews with just everyone that, that really played a part in the significant bridge between MySpace and Napster and the streaming services. Mm-hmm. And so no one has talked about this. No one has put context around it until us and the story is a roller coaster ride we can't wait uh, for everyone to hear it april 19th nice yeah thank you I'm thank excited. you yeah. yeah all right we're gonna get back to that and talk about it a little deeper yeah uh but yeah nyla let's talk about some i hate the word current events well those are two words i hate both those words <laughs> put together uh but yeah let's talk about some hip-hop stories let's talk about some hip-hop n- Way to black it up, D-Block. <laughs> <laughs> Hip-hop stories. Made uh, it oh, urban. Oh, oh, there was, Made oh, there it was so a sound urban. that went with that. Fick it, hip-hop stories. <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk about some news regarding our favorite culture. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, D-Block, what, what we got on deck number one? So number one is the AI-generated Kanye West and Kendrick stuff we've been hearing all over for the past week. AI made a Kanye West song. Roberto Nixon was able to use AI to help him sound like Kanye West. Honestly, it is so good that anyone can get fooled by this. I got a fantasy that's beautiful, that's dark and twisted. But I attacked the whole religion all because of my ignorance. What was I thinking? That was some bitch shit. I lost Adidas, but I'm still Yeezy. Back in the kitchen, man, I'm a genius. Boys in the hood, just like I'm... How do you feel about that? How do you guys feel about it? Lovers and, and of lovers of, of AI. AI. Uh, I say sign them all. <laughs> <laughs> every time I see AI, I think Alan Adams. So no, no, really, right, yeah. Every time I see it, I'm like, well, it, how do you think he feels? <laughs> yeah, his rap career was also short lived. Yeah. yeah, about the jewel. Jewel. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk about. Yeah. That. Bubba Chuck could do whatever. He wants. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Except rap. That, yeah, oh, well, aw. He said except rap. Oh man, that was that was a rough that was a rough month. For no, there's they something in the their, water. They all tried. Yeah. Something in the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that was good. That yeah. was good. I don't understand why the AI artists have to get signed. Like, why can't you just make the music? Why you got to sign? I don't sign? know. I mean, did, okay, so the, the one got dropped from Capitol Records, and I'm sorry for not remembering its name. <laughs> we don't. Um, yeah. But like, there was a second one that got signed. Is that right? Yeah, I, have, is I think there, so. Yeah, this is wild. Yeah, there's been some AI rappers that so are signed. So who who's getting the money? Who's getting the? Yeah, advantage? that's what I'm trying to figure out. What's I, the point of the label backing? I guess the creators or what? Are, you know, but I think it'll be interesting, especially with features. Like you can, you don't have to pay the guy for. You know, you could make a song featuring AI Kanye. AI I mean, Kendrick. this is this is all horrifying. This is terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, but that's the whole issue with the with AI, which is that like you're you're getting the product i can't even say art you're getting the product but you're you're 
did talk about that for a second. What's, why, why do you differentiate product? art and product? Because yeah. it's a, a program. Like okay. there's no actual heart or soul or thoughts or anything. It's just uh, taking other people's. Uh, it, it, yeah, it's an approximation of what other people have done and then putting it out into the world. The problem is that you are then taking out people's, you know, actual people and their life stories and like the the consequences that come from signing an actual artist, yeah. you know, good and bad. You know, if you're talking about an artist who has drug problems or uh, goes to jail or has uh, family any, issues. Yeah, anything. Man. And so like you're 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 sidelining all of that just to have a money making machine, quite literally. And you you know what? Like AI gives you quote unquote what you want, right? Mm. It's like I want to hear Kendrick rapping on that Kanye beat. I want to hear, you know, Jay rapping in this style. And it's just like that's inauthentic and it's not what I want. For the past two days, all I've been listening to is the currency and JD project, right? Yeah. It's meaningful because like I didn't know what it was gonna sound like. I didn't know what he was gonna say. I didn't know how it was gonna feel. And I love it because it just it feels right to me. Well, also there's like a history with both of these yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. You know. It's, yeah, right. It's not just a made up thing. This this, you know, currency actually wrote a song called Jermaine Dupree. Right. Jermaine heard it, they linked up, and then they were like, This seems right. Let's yeah. keep creating. That is what I want. It is scary. It's scary even outside of like just the music. I feel like art has been dying in music for a long time. So this is going to be like the final nail in the coffin for it. If if it does, you know, proceed as it does. But even down to like Donald Trump getting fake arrested with the AI video. Like all the deep fakes and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is this is some serious shit. I think if, like I said before, if this is the way Skynet comes alive, if this is the way Terminator happened, we deserve it. We really. I don't know why wait, you sorry, say we deserve What do we deserve? I, I, I do not deserve it. Yeah. I don't deserve I've lived that. a good life. Yeah. <laughs> we deserve it. I still like you. It's because I downloaded like... MP3s. Like that's what you're. <laughs> we, we deserve Can Nala yeah. be the Sarah Connor of the next oh, term? Wow, well, no, she's too low on the list. No, no. Wait, <laughs> too low on the list. <laughs> you're saying that you want to be Sarah Connor? No, no, no. no, 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 no yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. so. Yeah. Fucking silly. Yeah, oh no, my she was God. She's too low on the list to save anyone. So In other news, uh, Drake is releasing a song with a sample of Kim Kardashian. Wait, this is real Drake, not yeah, yeah. AI real Drake. Drake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't come this far we just to come this far and not be happy. <laughs> that was the line that she Honestly, that's I thought that was a bar. I'm like, Kim K got a bar. Who's, who's to say that's really to go against Kanye? Uh, uh, I, think I, I don't know. Everybody, like, <laughs> I think that's tough. Their entire okay. history, yeah, 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 over it. No, they no, are not. No, yeah. no Drake, did a, Drake did never a said he was together. over it. Yeah, yeah, Drake actually on the on the twenty one collaboration yeah. talked about. He was just like, I did it. Mob ties. Yeah, Mob, yeah, did it for, yeah. Did for J. That's on the Circo Loco, whatever record that is. I know he said he did it for J. Prince. I did but... it for the Brown. I did it for the Mob ties. By the way, I. Just, I just want to throw this in. I know this is not like specifically on topic, but you mentioned Jay Prince. So we were in Texas and we went to Bun B's surprise oh, I see 50th birthday. Oh, yeah. look at these motherfuckers. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> no, the fact we have to check in. We have to check in. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's dope. How was it? Amazing. 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 Yeah. Honestly, like to, to, you know, to eat trail burgers. That's right. Yeah, yeah that, that's the biggest part. To eat yeah. trail burgers. No, to, so to surprise our friend, to celebrate our friend, to call him our friend is is like the biggest honor. Yeah. And uh, it was really, really special and, and a, a thrill to be a part of. But um, Drake, uh, Kim. 
I did see that Drake's dad put out a statement saying that uh, it is not a troll. Oh. Nice. He said, he had, said oh, he had that. His mustache is a troll. So no. I don't, I'm not listening to that. He's Speaking of way, Drake, yeah. Yeah. Donald Glover said in a GQ interview that This Is America was originally going to be a diss for Drake. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what part of the song still... The was it the yeah, 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 yeah go away? <laughs> no, I think That's it's that. when he says this is America. This is America. This is America. Yeah, yeah. Go back to, to Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 slipping though. I feel like... I, I think that would be the most uninterrupted beef I've ever But it existed. Like, it did yeah. it. Yeah. Did it. By the way, like 20, I'm, with, I'm with you, Mouse. Like, I'm so honest. I know and I you love, guys. And I love, I love conflict. Yes, we know. Mm-hmm. I love, <laughs> love rap beef. Yes, we know. That would be one I would That be happened like, in like 2013. You guys missed it. Yeah, but they like. really did? 2013? Yeah. Something like that. 2012. What's the beef about? Wait, I know. Would, did it, we even know any It is them? crazy how the world has moved on from this. <laughs> World-shattering beef. Wait, yeah, Drake was famous. <laughs> Drake That's was right. famous. Yeah. yeah, Childish Gambino was on Community, Community. and so the so whole what, thing what the- was that Drake uh, was an actor who became a rapper, and oh. then Childish Gambino uh, was Donald Glover, who was trying to become a rapper as well, and so people were comparing the two, and it became a thing. Um, Kim, there are people dying. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> like I. What? I hope that we all continue to quote the Kardashians throughout this entire episode. <laughs> like, that's really all I can think of. Like, yeah. Kim, there are people dying. Yeah. And you guys are arguing over who, is, who wants to be a... LL Cool J did it first. Shut up. <laughs> Ice Cube did it before all of you. Shut yeah. up. Are yeah. you just naming people who would beef with Soldier Boy? <laughs> I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, you should have been on the list. <laughs> I am on the list. I'm on Wait, the watch the, list. But the, the Don... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about this list no more. Oh God! We'll get back That's because you made it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Don- of course, okay, but Don- like you, Donald Glover and and Drake. Yeah, there could only be like one sort of like you know. Yeah, I don't know emotional. So That's what right. I will, so what I will say time. is, if that is what not if that. So going off of what Jeff said, mm-hmm. I can understand the the beef stemming from. Well, y'all shut the fuck up about this. The internet. The internet. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, that, I can understand that, that. That's how a lot of like conflicts start, right? Just the internet saying this, the internet yeah. saying that, somebody getting whiff of it, and it being in their feelings. Yeah, but I those saw- two, like, they're so different. The only rap beefs I typically enjoy are ones that I'm like, there's an element of danger here. What if these two see each other? Mm-hmm. It's fucking on. Yeah, if You're these sick. two fucking seeing each other. <laughs> No. Fuck are they gonna do? Why is he pointing at us? Oh, yeah. I wasn't pointing at you. I wasn't pointing at you. Said these two fucking. Well, because you know you motherfuckers are known for beef. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it off camera. Yeah, off camera. Yeah. Off yeah. Off I don't want to get you know. into it. By the way, when Jay and Nas beefed, you were there. We cut <laughs> off. Were there. Nas didn't, oh, sh- didn't never listen to him until they reconciled in 2005. And this is why we're truly friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. what was a Nas? What was it Nas at that point? Oh, Listen, dude, well, I mean, Ether was the hardest song in that beat. I don't know what. Yeah, that's just not true. And this is the problem with letting white people in. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? yeah, yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> in other news this week, Congressman, uh, friend of the pod, Congressman, Wait, friend we of do the that, pod. Do you guys hey. think that Drake is really trying to re-incite this beef with Kanye? Even though we all know Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yes. sure. yeah. He's a petty. Yeah, he's a petty man. He's a very even though petty we all man. know Kanye is ill. That, that's the that's, reason why I feel even, like he that, wouldn't do it. No, you think, oh, oh, you're banking on Drake's morals. 
Yeah, you should probably stop looking for morals from millionaires. Okay, well, yeah, when people get to a certain place, I feel like they just, they need something else to keep them going. And so he's just like- And I also feel like- Petty beef is- I also feel pot. like Drake didn't start this beef. So it's up to him to have it. He wants to keep it going. Kanye, in my opinion, Kanye started this shit. So now he's like, oh, <laughs> you, you thought this was done. No. On some level, I like the That's pettiness. That's a really good impression, by the way. Yeah. He said, yeah. I enjoy the pettiness. I enjoy, well, I enjoy the pettiness of like, remember when he was like he was talking accent. about like, you know, their neighborhood and like circling around the block or whatever yeah. and sort of like giving directions as to like he's where Kanye lives. He's just so lived. creative. That was very right. fun. He's just so yeah. more, he's so much more creative and fun in these things. So that even down to like, leave Drake alone. That, that's why I tell people, just leave him alone. Because if you give him a chance to be petty, he's going to do it. <laughs> Like, even going back to me, is that your girl oh, tour great. or world tour? It was so simple. It was great. And we look back at it now, and you're like, that's not lit. Like, we look at that now, kind of like old people look at, like, Run DMC. Like, yeah, right. he wasn't saying shit. But for the great. moment, it was good. Yeah. Like, that was so fun. Yeah. Jay and Nas said some foul shit, right? On Jay him. said some Jay said that, some that, super uh, ugly shit. Nas said some shit that you could hear in anybody's lunch. Sure, lunch. sure. Wow. By the time that Drake and me came around, it was based around memes, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like the OVO Fest was like just showing memes. Yeah. That was amazing yeah. though. He that was would. charged up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> there were batteries. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're silly. It was great. <laughs> um, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene Who's was that? in town Phil for <laughs> Donald Trump's indictment. And friend of the pod, Congressman Jamal Bowman, got in her ass. Hey, King, can you play that clip of Jamal Bowman? And... She always say. The crime should be held accountable. Congresswoman. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Congresswoman. What inspired that today? Bowman. What inspired that today, Congresswoman? I was born and raised in New York City. This is the city that I love. It's a city focused on hard work and love for all people. We will never accept hateful rhetoric in our city. Any rhetoric that is divisive, any rhetoric that uplifts white supremacy, we are pushing back against that in all its forms. Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to take her ass back to Washington and do something about gun violence, do something about affordable housing, do something about childhood poverty, do something about climate change. Do your freaking job, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You don't need to be in New York City talking that nonsense. Go back to your district. You're not, what are you doing here? say. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. That's Combat Jack's oldest son right there. He's he's running for office still, no? Mm -hmm. Or does he have a... He was he also part of the crew of the Democratic contingency that was getting in her ass. So, Don't bring your ass around here now, all right? Let Trump get locked up and by himself. Don't don't come your ass up here talking about he Tupac and you know, maybe he's like <laughs> Tupac, but the rest of the people, he not. He, they 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 were they, they liking him to Mandela. Maybe they oh. like Tupac? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene well, on I, the way. She was in the van or something like yeah, being interviewed, yeah. and she was like, "It was like, like very, Jesus." I'm not gonna yeah, lie to you. Jesus, Jesus got, got arrested. arrested. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was very hip hop. Mm -hmm. Like it was a shaky video. Oh, She's yeah. in the back of a spread. Yeah, I'm like this. Somebody was shouting "World Star." Like, yeah. <laughs> like this was Imagine vlog. Yeah. Like I know you guys are doing a blog, and that's vlog. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. right. Marjorie Taylor Greene's. Uh, Backseat interview is up there with like <laughs> Ghostface oh, yeah. against uh, Action Bronson. Yeah, like y'all cut the fat off, <laughs> cut the fucking fat. Like I, if they would have dropped some gunshots behind it, 
I would have thought it was a smack. Wow. Movie. Oh my yeah. gosh. The wow. way you just painted that picture is. I'm just telling you what was on there. I didn't paint any picture. That's what they <laughs> said. They said World Star in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody well, on the side. <laughs> Mouse was just out at uh, no, WrestleMania. Oh, yes, I was. Weekend, right? Out in LA. I didn't know where this was going. And, and <laughs> you love a conflict, right? Love it. But like, mm, you know, if you're, if you're dealing with like two Congress people going at it, you're here for it. I'm, oh, listen. <laughs> Jamal Bowman, he wins that one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He wins that one. Chio came in with the steel chair. <laughs> it was beautiful. I'm Marjorie Taylor Greene. Get your ass up out of here. Why is this bitch here? What is she here for? For 45's indictment. For That's Trump's right. indictment. But why she got beat? She thought there was gonna be more support there than there was. There was. No, no, I mean, not in fucking New York. Please. She knew there were cameras there. That's why she's here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what she thought. If she thought there was gonna be more, not in New York City. I saw this afterwards. Like, apparently, she went on like Fox News or one of them, and she was just like, "New York smells. There's rats or whatever." And I'm just like, "You don't get to say that. Yeah, we get to say that." (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just didn't get it. She's like, "Oh, there's you're supposed to be more support, bitch. This is New York. Yeah, Trump supporters are smarter than that. Yeah, well, they stay their ass inside." Oh, they they tweet their support. They don't don't demonstrate. They tweet their support. Famously, January 6th, they tweeted their support. No, they don't want to live in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the ones that the Trump supporters in New York. Have you ever seen anybody in like a. Have you ever seen anybody in a Make America Great Again hat? Only on Long Island. Yeah. We saw somebody in like Times Square. Yeah. Midtown. It's always like a a weird, like, what are you trying to accomplish here sort of thing. I don't see it that much in New York. I see it a lot in DC. Mm. In the sticks of New York, upstate New York, you see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. nuts. In twenty twenty three, seeing it, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Also, never liked the hats that sort of like played off it. Yeah. Like Hate make it. this make, make great track again. great again. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Corny. Let's not. But I do agree that we should make trap great again. <laughs> what if we make the list great again? Wow. The list is already well, great. But, speaking of now, the list, now it's great. Yeah. Speaking of the list, we've talked about the list. Nyla made it. She made the complex. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> but we're also here with two two hip hop personalities. <laughs> you know who personalities. In, That's what you gonna call my friends? Who no, been a fucking historian? <laughs> who've been in the game for a long time? And like, what do you guys think about these lists that come out? And what is your your initial thoughts about these kind of like lists? Oh, list. Well, with all due respect, Uh-oh. Go ahead. here it comes. I think it's great when you make it. I think if if the point is just to like stir shit up and like cause a conversation, uh, I don't really know the name of the show is. Uh, the what hip hop question legends in list. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> we like touch on it's a very long name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we cover it all. To that, I say what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, but like, look. So Jeff and I have been around for a long time. Yeah. There was a point in our lives where we're like, we're putting all of our efforts, all of our time, all of our energy, all of our money into like making our career happen, right? So you take odd jobs to like pay the rent. Yeah. And yes, we were part of like during complexes like heyday, working on lists. So they would be like top 50 hip hop beefs. And so Jeff and I would write all these blurbs. blurbs. Like they would set the order and we would just like do blurbs. And then, you know, people, they put it out there. Top 35 rappers over 35. Like just, they they would, because they knew that people were gonna read them. They were gonna click on the next page and the next page after that. And so like when Joe Budden or whoever else doesn't in the Yeah, Royce wasn't like, you know, at this level or like Joel wasn't at this level. It caused all this conversation. And like, okay, I get it to a certain point, but those people feel so passionately about it. You saw like Elliot Wilson was mad that he was number eight, right? Peter Rosenberg was mad that he was number 16 and not number like whatever. Like I should be at this point, not this point. So now Nyla... I guess the the sort of camera goes to you and says, 
Are you mad that you weren't higher on the list? Yeah. No. Kobe. I thought it was LeBron. cool. I made the list. Kobe. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is cool. But also, like I said earlier, the way they wrote the list, like I'm, I'm sure when you guys wrote the blurbs, you guys actually put thought and like research. Yeah. So oh, we were never too. we were never involved with like the rankings. We were just like uh, writing. But the crazy thing is, it goes like you know the the byline was like Jeff Rosenthal and Eric Rosenthal, and we would get all the flack when people were just like, you should have ranked me higher or I shouldn't be on this list. Or Sindel, like, you hate me. That's right. Yeah, yeah basically. Well, and it was just like, Rob by the way, years later, years later, people would like kill us for like, oh, well, you wrote about me in this thing. It's like, I, if you understood the mechanisms of how these lists worked, then you wouldn't be angry. Then you wouldn't be mad at us. You wouldn't but be. Yeah, like, I hate the, lists. The, well, the thing is, it's, it's only as, they're only as powerful as but you give them power. Mm. That's not how you say it, but that's what I mean. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. yeah. For a guy that talks for a yeah. pretty shitty. I do not. I haven't spoken in three years. I meant what you said. <laughs> I've been listening. I can see why. Yeah. So you currently listen to the What Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists. We'll be right back after this break. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventure with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with a muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Drive, zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG. 37 highway MPG. 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 35 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG. 36 highway MPG. 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG. 34 highway MPG. 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. 
They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Did it start with podcasts for you guys? Like, how did it start for you guys? When, when was your ent- real entry? Into oh, man. This? So 2007 is when we started. We no, st- it goes even before that. Oh, okay. So uh, I met Jeff when he came home from the hospital. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, um, no, but uh, yeah. They're I, brothers, if you had it. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're brothers. Uh, I was uh, a film major. I, I thought I was going to be a feature film writer and director. Um, life is not a straight path, right? So when I got out, like, you got to figure your own journey and take your own path or whatever. And mine led me to the aforementioned Kanye West, right? Went in 2004. And then, I, and then I got to know them and they oh, hired right. me to document him. And I went to the 2005 Grammys with him. And from there, I started working with people like Jim Jones and Missy Elliott and a lot of, a lot of different people. meetings with Leor yeah, and Kevin Mona Miles. Scott. And, and so, yes, uh, that showed me the behind the so scenes. So Divas was really your idea. That was, that was me. Yeah. That was all me. But I, but I saw what laid behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I bet I have something to say about like all this stuff. I have a perspective that no other people are hearing. And so Jeff and I, after he graduated college, linked up to create It's The Real. And that was a sketch show. And so every Monday morning for three and a half years, you could count on new content from us on, on YouTube, right? And so we developed that. We became these guys around town who everyone like thought of and and you know, looked to to create new stuff. And so we worked with everybody from like Cameron and like uh, the Clips, Slaughterhouse. And, oh, yeah, you know, we would do like these online, like we made rappers who at that point, they had no avenue to be funny on the internet. We allowed them the the platform to do that. And so that was... Yeah, and so it became this thing that evolved over 15 years where we're storytellers. So whether it's the podcast, the original music, the the TV show that we sold, whatever it was, and ultimately the podcast... It was like, let's tell stories in a new, inventive, and different way and give this platform, you know, to the people. 
And so that's that's where we were. And it's interesting that like we do this thing about the blog era now, right? We've been working the last three years on telling the story of not only the artists of that time, but the people behind the keyboards who who gave them their platform. And so there are people like Escape from Now Right or or Misinfo from Misinfo.tv or you know Mecca and Show from Two Dope Boys yeah. and and on and on, Hoff from On Smash, all these people who created a platform, they gave us that platform too. So it's the real doesn't exist if SK doesn't give us that cosign, because we weren't, you know us, we, we weren't looking for like, you know, an agent or mm-hmm. to try to be on a, a, a television show. Mm-hmm. We wanted to create our own thing. And because there was that comment section, those people in Now Right, that's who we wanted to please. And SK was our gatekeeper. So where before there was Hot 97, Power 105. Double XL, Vibe. MTV, BET. Those were the gatekeepers. Then it became like, these people that we want to impress, and that's where all the attention went. So because because of all these people, you know, who were just doing this passion project on their own, we got to be a voice in this culture that we loved so much, which which is crazy because like we grew up listening on Friday nights to Hot 97. Ladies Night. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, like Funkmaster Flex or, you know, Angie Case Slay and, and Green Lantern and all these people. Yeah. And you never thought that we would ever ever, because there was a remove. We would never, ever be in the same rooms as them. And then it's like, you create your own thing, the attention goes to you, and eventually you... As a creator in that time, we've always spoken about, like, that space. Grow, like, coming up, there was always a space. And then it got smaller. Eventually it got smaller and smaller and smaller to where it's at now, where it's like, well, maybe it's a barrier entry too low. Mm-hmm. But, like, mm-hmm. coming up in this, where there was such a space, did you guys in real time start to see it shrink for yourselves like seeing how okay well now we get this opportunity well now that barrier gets a little smaller yeah and then you get another opportunity like did you guys notice the barrier shrinking in real time i think so i think that that's like a um you know i I think that we saw the rise of social media and like we understood what that meant like that's why we stopped doing our videos because we would see that the 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 content not content i hate the word content the 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 videos that we were working for in doing like a week on them, somebody could do a joke on Twitter and it was like whatever work we had put in, it just felt like it'd been devalued. And so I think that that sort of speaks to the power of like, not gatekeeping, but it's just like there were just too many ways that people could find you and do things and create. And it's like, I think that's great for uh the society at large in a lot of ways. I think that people should have the ability to create and and to be creative. But for us in our career, it was like, oh, we can't do the same thing that we've been doing the same way. We Mm. have to switch it up to, we started doing a podcast in 2009. We, uh, you know, did mixtapes. We did uh, mixtape with DJ Drama. Like, you know, we just did other things. If DJ Drama did a verse, you think he's playing records off of y'all? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. (laughs) Is verses still a thing? Uh, like everyone app- uses this thing. Apparently, yes. Apparently, no, what? because they haven't put out any episodes. You're saying, you're saying, <laughs> well, because the, the Jermaine, Dupree the Jermaine Dupree and Diddy, Diddy one is scheduled for next year, at, and they're doing next it in year. The, <laughs> I thought it was this Houston. summer. Is the summer? summer? Yeah. The last thing I, I thought it was going to be in Atlanta this summer. We, no, they the fact it that really none of you know Ta? when this imaginary thing is happening. No, they're, they're changing it from Atlanta. I mean, I, you got two guys with their own. 
It could be wherever at this point. I will there say, was two guys coming together. We're all gonna watch it. Can it still be Triller? Ag- agreed. <laughs> but also, I heard that they might not. Oh, and who said that? No, no, that was Cap. Will... Someone said that it wouldn't be recorded. It would like you have to be there. Oh, that would be fire. That'd be crazy. That would be fire. That's how it should be. That's yeah. I was like, that's that how it should be. But then they're li- missing out on dollars. I will say when it, when Dipset and the Locks did their, I was following your guys play by play. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was amazing how much you knew what was happening behind the scenes yes. with the yeah. locks and how prepared they were for that. Yeah. Wait, sorry, are you, are you, about, are you well, they're, saying they're, that we uh, our that our feed was great, Twitter, or are you saying that the I actual, was following your, your Twitter like, yeah, no, concert was yes. great? Because I feel like our our content was yeah. content. Sorry, Whoa, yeah, what a word. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like our uh, feed was great. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we were. It's it's funny because uh, we had we we were, we were at Madison Square Garden. We were like in it. We did know a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and we were tweeting about it. But it's one of those things where the service is so bad that you don't know if anybody's even like, you know, uh, seeing this, if they're going through. Especially with the way that Twitter algorithm is now. So you don't know that you could tweet five minutes ago and it's at the bottom of somebody's page. But like yeah. an hour, the, the tweet from an hour ago is at the top. Yeah. So yeah. all I know is that I was like just caps locking everything and just typing like as much as I could just because it was so exciting and it's so in the moment and you hope. You know that you convey that, and uh, didn't know that anybody even was. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't think for another that, one. I, I don't think that, I don't think it's something that should die. Maybe it shouldn't have been. It's just you, we could get one a year, two a year. Were you in the rehearsals though for the locks, like leading up to that? No, we were on no, phone calls, yeah, we phone had, calls, yeah, um, we had, FaceTimes, yeah, uh, strategy sessions, strategy <laughs> sessions. Yeah, but I think that it was like something that again, it's it's wild to. To uh, to see that develop, but we still watched it like fans, mm-hmm. right? And it was like it was like a heavyweight match, yeah. But and it when, just felt like the energy in the room was so against them, yeah. Until it turned, and then they were for them, and so that was exciting to watch to experience. So as much as like we would give suggestions, or we understood what they were like, you know, aiming to do to see it executed is like. Whoa, this is crazy. And then when we talked to them afterwards, they were like, hey, we did it, right? And we're like, we we did do it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's dope. So, so Jim Jones, if you're listening, um, Eric and Jeff. Oh, we should we coach. Love, I, well, okay. My thing is that we love Jimmy. I saw that Jim and uh, Jada had agreed to do a rematch, but I don't know that you can replicate yeah, that first thing. Yeah, they don't need to. Yeah. I think Jada Kiss right now. He's got that. He's he's got it. If Jada Kids is on stage, I think people are gonna pay attention, especially so. after that. Yeah, performance. Yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, yes, the there'd be a lot of like excitement going into it, but I feel like it won't be the same. It won't be the same. That, that, Wait, it would that, be that, Jim, that was Jim versus Jada by one on one. No, I think it's like again, Dipset versus the Locks the or something. Thing. But I think oh, right. that, yeah, we just no, don't yeah. need that. That's why you got to stay ready. That's right. It's one of those things. Like, it would have been. If the locks would have lost, then I would have been interested in seeing a a, a round two, no. a second one. If they would have lost, there is no round twos. If they're gonna do it like that, where we keep seeing the same people, change the bracket. Yeah, right. Exactly like, right. Exactly. Wow. Not, not exactly, exactly right. the same people. So like they would go against somebody else See? who's already yeah, had. That's it. why she made the list. No. Yeah. But but you know what I like about versus got to make the bracket. You know what I like about versus is that there were two people ultimately who made the decision as to like who was going to face each other, Mm -hmm. and it was us. No, it was it was it was Tim (laughs) and it was Swiss. And and it's like they are essentially the gatekeepers, right? Like they could they could 
toy with the the audience and be like, who do you want to see? And people would yeah. be like, oh my God, I want to see yeah, Buster Missy versus Misty, yeah. right? And and they'd just be like, no, we're good. Or they, you know, let them like think that or whatever. But ultimately it was like, hey, we have the final say because we have the taste, right? And we think we know what but people want. But is gatekeeping? Because like, it's ultimately the public's decision on these matchups. Mm, that's, I don't think that's true. I think so. It's like, what is your opinion on these things that are happening? Yeah, like there's no clear, it's like a, it's like a smack battle. There's no, I mean, you know, the populace ultimately says, ah, this guy got beat. But there's no judges saying the winner was. Oh, yeah. But that's yeah. afterwards, right? I'm just saying, like, to select them to participate oh, sure. in the first place. Yeah. Who, like, who because it wasn't just anybody. Yeah. yeah. They were the uh, Right. You're saying that, like, you know, I, I don't want to say any, but like a small rapper wouldn't be able to do this thing because. Yeah, right, but yeah. I think there was, I, I think in the beginning, yes, it was more up to Tim and Swizz. But after a while, I think Tim and Swizz was just watching the internet and seeing like, oh, we want like DMX versus Snoop, rest in peace DMX. That was on the internet for mad long. They were like, oh, we want to see DMX versus Snoop. Well, do you think people were like, yo, we really want to see Isley Brothers and Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah. That was yeah. the people? I think so. I, see, I thought it was I don't more think them. That was the people. And they were like, yo, we need to make this happen for Easter, for the, right? For the older people. Yeah, for the older, relationships. Yeah. 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 That's what that's what I thought. But if we're gonna talk about gatekeepers, like we live in a time now where it's just like anything goes, right? How many songs get uploaded a day? 60,000. 60,000 no. songs yeah, get there. uploaded a day. And that's, there's so much content out there. Now there's AI stuff out there. Like there's so much out there. I'm drowning. Who gets to decide like that's what's That's just one what? of 100, or one of 60,000 songs on yeah. that day. <laughs> <laughs> but like who gets to decide what's what, right? And so because we went through all this time where all the, the sort of uh, divides have disappeared and it's just like, yeah, one person gets hot that day and that person gets hot that day and then it's on and on. We never have this opportunity to really like invest in an artist anymore yeah. to like really like appreciate them and what? Uh, well, okay, I'm, my, so I'm arguing like four gatekeepers is, well, is my thing. Well, I'm I think a, it's necessary. Like, I, think, like, yeah, it's necessary. I agree that, that gatekeepers are necessary to a certain degree. I just feel like there are kids like that are coming up who spend their entire day talking about like NBA young boy or like, you know, have their entire day shaped by yeet or whoever is like, water. they, they should touch grass. But like, <laughs> but, but the, their thing is that like this idea of that our generation was the last one to really like be able to appreciate artists. It's like, no, cause there are kids who appreciate their artists. It's just that they're different artists. I think to say our generation was the last generation to appreciate their artists is a fair assessment if we're talking about overall, right? You can look at today and see somebody who appreciates their artists in a specific way, or even artists from a you know a different time in the culture. And the, but that's an anomaly. Like these kids don't care, right? Like on on average, the kids don't care. I think on average, a lot more of us cared because if we're honest, no matter when we were born, we're and we're talking about in this whole you know spectrum of this fifty year thing. A lot of us are tweeners, mm. right? Like you look at the age difference between all of us here. We all experienced and loved the same type of music. Yeah. Even like right, there was a connective tissue to all. Of like it. Nyla might have yeah. just Nyla might have just got deep into De La, mm -hmm. but she knew who De La was and appreciated that sound of music already. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Sort of. But now you're starting to make the same like argument that I started to hear when like Lil Pump came around. And then it was like, oh, they're like these SoundCloud kids, like nobody, there's no connective tissue to the stuff that was before. And then J. Cole sat down with Lil Pump and it's like, oh, you know, actually, you know, we're not that far apart. So like, I, I think that the same sort of growing pains happens every few years. 
But what's happening now is that people still very much care about artists. It's just that the, their timeline is so sped up. I'm curious if they care about the art because they care about you. You sat down with Blueface, right? Mm-hmm. Are people listening for his music or are they they watching for his? Yeah, it's more stuff. of a story. Yeah. yeah, it's more yeah. of everything around it. I will say, in regards to like. The actual art, I think music theory is just dead. So that's why AI can come. They need to teach critical music theory in schools. They need to, they need to teach it. <laughs> critical music theory. That's right. That's right. Seriously, yeah. just because I'll be like an AI, yeah. AI record can drop and people will love it because they're already used to trash music. Mm-hmm. Like they've been programmed to enjoy trash music. And also, I, I was talking about this before, I was interviewing Glitter Gloss and she said that she barely knew any of the Rihanna records during the Super Bowl. She's old school. I'm like, damn, Rihanna. Is old school, but I think like she's also from Memphis. I don't know what that means. They play Rihanna uh, in Memphis, do they? Where? Stop. Where? Just tell me Rihanna where they would play Rihanna, Rihanna in Memphis. Know. Shout out Memphis. to our friends down in Memphis. Yeah. Shout out to Gus's. Shout out to everyone down there. I love yeah. Memphis. And shout out to Gloss because I'm love glitter gloss. I'm just I'm not too. surprised that she was not familiar with Rihanna. Music. I'm I'm just bringing it up to say like I think there is a disconnect, and it's just like in the. I think there's the disconnect to what exactly the internet babies and how they digest music and what music they're digesting. Because mm-hmm. I grew up kind of on the internet too, but I still went back and connected with older stuff. They're they're not doing that. It's like feed me this today, and then tomorrow feed me that, and then tomorrow feed me that. But who's mm-hmm. to blame? The kids aren't to blame. Well, but wait, sorry. On on like TikTok, for instance, songs will come back like. All the time. That's and true. so, like, you know, I think that there's more of a an access point to, like, all this stuff now because it's just sort of, like, noise or, like, grift, uh, grist for, like, you know, for them to just, like, ingest every single day. Well, I think that's Resurgence. the important part. I think that's why it's so important that these uh, streaming platforms lean more into the editors, lean more into editorial work. Mm-hmm. All right, boom. All right, we know we have all these songs. 60,000 songs are coming out per day. Yeah. We ha- but we do have this, like, if... They do have a commitment to the, you know, the culture. Um, that's why you got to lean in the editors because then, all right, here, put out this playlist, and then we'll put out this playlist and lean, like having. Are more... people still listening to rap caviar like that? Like they were like five so. years ago? I think so. I, I honestly don't. That know. would be probably the gatekeeper of today. Rap caviar. Rap caviar. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. not. Are we that? No, no, oh, I play... don't know. I... No, no, no. Take it. From... Yeah. These, okay. these, uh, these labels are. You're on uh, it. They're still like, trying to get. A, they're, they're still. They're still sending bottles. They're still I, sending car cherry bottles. I feel like I can tell though, which is why I don't care to listen to it. Like, oh, that's just all the top forty. All right, cool. Let me go to find something. Let me go find. That's why I said. That, but that's why I said we need a link. These stream platforms need to lean more on the editors, or it will be what we're saying. Just. But just I think enough. it's. I think it's the same with everything, right? Like once somebody can pinpoint what like the hot thing is then everybody floods that thing until we can find the next thing to then break you know that thing so like we go from um the rap caviar playlist and then like that becomes too crowded and it becomes like way too many artists trying to get on this thing and so then the next one becomes that thing you know so TikTok billboard yeah but yeah. like okay so and i'm not even being funny anymore like you being on that complex complex list Allow, like you're in a position of power, right? Like you get to be the person whose taste people trust. So like, do you have to like look at certain artists and be like, I want to talk to them. I don't want to talk to them. And this is what's meaningful for like a bigger picture. And this is how I want to spend my time. Well, I've always been that type of person yeah. anyway, yeah. honestly. But now you're being recognized for it. 
Now on the list, recognize. right? Yeah. yeah, as an editor, right? Like as a curator. Of, yeah. Of yeah. The, yeah. Does yeah. it make you want to yeah. reconsider who you record with? <laughs> <laughs> I want to bring it oh, back to the. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I thoroughly that. love talking to Mouse because he has an opinion, whether I agree with it or not, and it, it's kind of. <laughs> <laughs> First few episodes were rough, guys. Yeah. <laughs> You're now listening to the What Hip Hop Questions Legend List. We'll be right back after the break. Nissan has a car for everyone, and that means every driver who wants more. Whatever your more is, more freedom, more head-turning style, more exhilaration, Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of a pedal. If you're craving more adventure with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with a muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups, and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan because more is all we do. Get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for. Check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA fuel economy estimates. 30 city MPG, 37 highway MPG, 33 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 35 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue S and SV all wheel drive. 29 city MPG, 36 highway MPG, 32 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum front wheel drive. 28 city MPG, 34 highway MPG, 31 combined MPG for Rogue SL and platinum all wheel drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I want to bring it back to the blog era, though. Yeah. When we talk about the blog era, we we had a conversation conversation about the blog era. Yep. Yeah, last not, season but it wasn't ten parts. <laughs> <But, laughs> what are the who are the artists that define the blog era? Oh man, I uh, mean, there's there's so many. Like, there's like too many. Is the point? But like for you know, for us, I think like the first ones to come to mind are like Wiz Khalifa, Currency. Um, I take it all the way to like Mac Miller, Wale, Charles um, Hamilton, Mickey Joe Fax, Budden, um, Mickey Fax, friend of the show. Did you say yeah. Wale? Yeah, I said Wale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll um, take two. You, yeah, two yeah, Wale's. Yeah, yeah. We'll take two yeah. Wale's. Yeah. No, yeah. We, like, Add a third, Wale. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's wild what what got created in that, like, Lower Active. East Side, downtown, Dom Kennedy. Um, but that, that scene, that changed, like, everything, right? Because you had this, this, and I love these artists, but, like, you had this Jay-Z, 50 Cent, DMX world that we all loved and listened to. And then it's just like, Oh, these kids are going to dress different. These kids are going to sound different. These kids are going to act different. Did you guys talk about that when when talking about the blog era? Did you guys go into like just how important and in, in, um, integral fashion was? Oh, yeah. we sure did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know. Uh, Big Sean was on this Big list. Sean. We talked to Big Sean. Yeah. So we talked to like so many people. Uh, oh, cool kids. Like yeah, huge, oh my God. influential. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to cool You know, um, I think that. Like they styled an entire oh, yeah. generation, yeah. the cool kids. Like I, but I will say it today. I died. Cool. The cool kids in Wale styled an entire generation. Big, big facts. Yeah. Go Nyla. What was that Nyla? No, they were saying. I thought on, you thought about the list. On my Amazon, <laughs> they were saying on the Amazon show that DC never had any style. That Air Force Ones w- were made for by New Yorkers. Rob, <laughs> Gabe, and Speedy. Let's look at how they dress. I just want to say no, this. No, no, give me a second. Let's look at how they dress. <laughs> and like, when you said no, no, that, no, no. I'm like, you, you, you know, I'm conflict. so glad that you yeah. said that. No, I, I'd be no, trying to say all, that. I love and Rob. nobody listens yeah. to me. Like, Rob dresses like... Rob dresses like his age, so we'll remove Rob. But, yeah. Gabe, dress, I, I love Gabe, dresses, like I love, his, Gabe dresses like his laundry day. I love the boys. <laughs> I'm just saying. When they, they keep trying to is, give New York Speedy all Speedy literally... Lives all in a right, sweatsuit. All right, all right, all right. So you're gonna take their word. Shout out to everyone's fashion choices. Yeah, yeah. By the way, it's I would cool. love to be on the rotation. That's right. <laughs> uh, but but like as as far as like DC goes and like Wale, like Wale was such a game changer for his like area. his yeah. area. But like it it translated way beyond there. Sneakers. The sneaker community owes Wale. Oh my god. Yeah. More than a few checks. Yeah. Like, they owe it to him. I think here's what's really important about, like, contextualizing this time and, like, really diving deep into, like, who these people were. When you talk about Wale, as we do in in one of the episodes, like, is it starts the episode with Wale. Um, 
he, he far too often gets maligned for like, oh, he's got all this stuff to complain about, or he has this ego and he has, uh, you know, issues with this, that, or the other thing. And people never talk about like who he is or why he's gotten to this place, right? Mm -hmm. And the influence that he's had. And mm -hmm. I'm yeah. so proud of the Wale part, like in particular of this podcast, because it does give him his flowers and it does show the world I'm that excited. like, this is a man who like, whose influence carried on regardless of like whether people want to admit it or whether he can sometimes, you know, acknowledge that himself. And so, yeah, we spoke to so many people, 150 people for this thing um, and got perspectives that no one's really touched on and no one's really brought to light. What made it, what What was the decision on the blogger? Was that something that was already on the, you know, on you the whiteboard? Yeah, like yeah. you guys, like. So, I mean, what happened was that we were, it, the pandemic happens mm -hmm. and we were just like, well, we can't invite these guests over to our apartment mm -hmm. anymore, you know, and their entourage is like, it just doesn't work. And so we had done. You don't want to have that many masked people in your home? Yeah. Do no, I, unmasked Amy. people. Like, yeah. What are we talking we about? We wouldn't let our brother come over. Like, this is real shit. <laughs> like, we were just like, no. Like, like we don't know how this thing's moving. We don't know, like, what the reality is. Dan, you're better than you guys. Well, Dan was he like, was I just so want to do laundry. He, he was, was like, so why mad. are you not... He was like, I'll, I'll, I'll ride a bike. Yeah. I'll yeah. put my laundry in the basket. Like, we don't know who you've been around. Like, we don't know, like, who's breathed on you. That's like, funny. we yeah. cannot have you over our apartment. <laughs> but so, you know, the, the pandemic happens and we were just like, well, you know, I wanted to do something narrative. I wanted to do a larger story. I was seeing that everybody, every single person had a show. You know, French Montana had an interview <laughs> show. And it was just like, why are we... Like what is what is how do we separate ourselves? And the so Instagram live days. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so we started thinking about I think I said I want to do a narrative project, then like the next day you were just like, if we're gonna do it, it has to be something we care about and like know deeply about. And so And that was the blogger. And like honestly, we wanted to tell the story before like whoever, Vice yeah. did, right? Like some some outsider. We we were there. Like we grew up, we were in these circles. We were going out with everybody who- like, And so on the first day that we even thought of the idea, we just started like hitting people up. And I think we sent out like probably like a hundred texts and got back like 80 yeses immediately. Wow. And it was just like- But it's something, it's something where uh, we were like, this is- Absolutely going to take two months. We'll just, we'll do this and yeah, we'll get and then out. Yeah, we'll go into the next thing. Three years later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say two are. months. Can, can, we, can, we, can we go personal for a minute? So yeah. you, our friendship, yeah. you know, is bigger than this. So yeah. yeah. Seeing, calling you guys, being on FaceTime, you yeah. know, being in the moments of the pandemic is like, yo, should I really do this? I'm, yeah. I want to do this. And yeah. you guys just sharing with me like, all right, well, we're doing this. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember I FaceTimed y'all one yeah. day and y'all was in front of the board. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the board looked like, you know, because I, I wrote for uh, TRL before. Yeah. So I look and I'm like, oh, no, nah, these motherfuckers. I, what's happening over there? Yeah. And like the board is literally filled with index cards. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, whatever's happening over there yeah. is about to shake shit to fuck. Like, I, I don't, it was a six foot by four foot board. Yeah. And you live with that. Like, every so single would, day. On, on the train down here, I was just like, on, on your photos thing, you can search for things. So I'm just like, April 6th. I was like, let me see what. And I, there's a picture of the board, April 6th, from like two years ago. And it's in our living room, right? And so every day we would walk in and we'd sit down and have breakfast or like you just look at this board all day and you figure it out and you take stuff down, you put stuff up and you just refresh. Talk it out, talk it out, talk it out, talk it out, yeah. Man, and you and you you bring this story to life. And so it was a lot of like thinking, a lot of living with it. And mm -hmm. and so because you're inside, and by the way, then you know, when it was cool to get outside and take walks and masks came around and people had more of an idea of how this thing moved or whatever, 
Jeff and I would take these like long walks through the city and it was empty and you just like talk this out and you figure it out and then you get back on the phone with people. And that's part of the beauty of this time is that like we could speak to 150 people or more on the phone. And so it's right there. You have the conversations. You can record the stuff. It's not based on, oh, are you available to come in at this time? Are right. you in town? Are you like willing to talk about this? It was just like we call currency and currency is like, of course I'll talk. Like, let's go. And then it was just like Wiz and Mickey and, you know, on and on, Chuck English. And you get these people, Bun B and a million zillion people who want to share this thing because what is everyone doing but sitting at home, right? Yeah. Was it always a podcast? Yes. Yes. It, now. It, there, there was no, I mean, yes, there will be like documentaries and other things that possibly come from this, but like there was just no way to do this thing in a visual fashion. Um, like the, you would have to spend your entire life basically recreating the story in, in visuals. And I want to tell you, and I want to promise you, this sounds nothing like any other podcast that you've heard. Like nothing like it. This is a movie. Like when you hear it, you know, uh, what do they say? Like uh, theater of the mind, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is completely that. Yeah. You are, War of the worlds. Yeah, you are like engrossed in this thing. It takes you right back to that time, right? And uh, I, it was super important to us not just to like sell out to, to anybody. You know, this, that's, we what, had a, that's what I was saying. That's what I want to go do next. Like, boy, did yeah. we have other, a lot of like, conversations, That's, that's right? exactly what I want to talk to you guys about mm -hmm. next. Like, one, thank you guys for even like, Y'all could have been like, oh, Mouse, what you doing? Oh, you doing this? Oh, cool. But like we, every time we spoke, it was like two hours of conversation, yeah. laughing, joking, talking yeah. about what we're each doing, yeah. Yeah. each of these things. Yeah. Specifically, the thing that stuck out most when, when you guys said you would come on the show, I knew I want to talk to you guys about the the process of finding the yes. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. I seen, you know, immediately when the when the uh when the announcement went out, yes. and I seen that you guys were working with other tone, yeah. yeah, I was like, they found a home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for so long, that was yep. a journey. That was such an issue. Yeah. Can you talk about that just yep. a bit, like finding a home for yeah. this with someone that believed in your project as much as you guys did? Yeah. Um, I didn't get that off of Wikipedia either. No, no, thank you. <clears throat> Knew that from uh, you guys. We have had a 15-year career, right? <laughs> and it's not, as much as like social media wants you to believe whatever, and sure, we're guilty of it too, right? You put up like the best looking pictures, you put up like the celebrations, but it's not, it's not always that. So you got ups and downs. Um, and in trying to find the right partner for this, we did have a lot of conversations, right? And we tried to think of like, what's the best way to present this? Who's gonna have like our art in mind? How much do we have to water this thing down? How much do we have to like take this thing that's just been us Yeah. and, and work with other people and try to make that happen? Well, because for instance, like every single place that we would talk to would be like 150 people is too many people. You can't tell that story. You can't tell that story. And so, and and I honestly think that like 150 people is not enough. There's so like there's more. there's so many more people that you have to talk to to like really grasp. Did you guys talk to fans? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. like just yeah. civilian yeah. fans. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, Small. we talked to commenters. Commenters, because okay. like you know anybody could be a fan, but like to to interact with the blogs is like a very you know meaningful step that people took. So, um, but yeah, so like we we had to find somebody who would respect the fact that we wanted to tell a very big story. That involves a lot of people, even though it's not as many people as like could be involved. But it's like you want it to be a a an accurate, um, an evocative sort of picture of the time. You can't uh, have it be representative of everybody, but you want it to be uh, evocative. And so uh, we we went out to LA for business. We sat down with our friend Scott Benner, who is uh, partners with with Pharrell, and we were just catching up over breakfast over bagels, right? 
And because we were the first ones that he followed on Twitter like a million years ago. So it was just, like known, some friends yeah, shit. We've known each other for a long time. And we were just talking about what we were up to. And he was just like, well, privately, we started this new thing. And it sounds like something that we'd very much be interested in. And for us, Pharrell is not only like a hero, right? But it's somebody who respects the art and somebody who without him, you don't get Mickey Fax. You don't get Wale. You don't get J. Cole. You don't get like all these people who that downtown Lower East Side scene, the way everyone dressed, the way everyone like took chances in their style. Now, by the way, totally understand that like Pharrell's not the first person. To, he didn't reinvent the wheel, like, but he came around at a time that that it stuck with people and they were like, oh, yeah. that's it. Now you ask Pharrell and he'll tell you like Dela meant a lot to him and Primo and like on and on and on. So it, it doesn't start with Pharrell, but for us, he's such a touchstone. For this time, for specifically. This time, and to to represent that as part of our narrative for this was super meaningful. And not only that, this is a way bigger story than I think people even imagine. I think a lot of people have hit us and they're just like, oh, well, I hope you talk about this. And we're like, oh, we talk about all this stuff, right? In a very complex fashion, in a very like gripping and yeah, dynamic fashion. Yeah, because you have to talk about like why this thing even was allowed to exist and then why it doesn't exist anymore mm -hmm. and like that's like a big story like you know that's that's touching on business that's touching on um you know race that's touching on all these big things not even i'm not being hyperbolic whatsoever neither is jeff like this is about the american dream it's about the american dream realized and the american dream snatched away mm -hmm. okay and so like for us too it 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 is a very black story these are these are a lot of young black people who who created opportunities and then there were forces that came in and took them away and and left them at this precipice and to work with other black creators on this you know Pharrell uh, our story editor our you know like on on and on and on down our fact checker like everything it meant a lot to us to like make sure that this was done right and represented properly and gets the 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 full message across because mm. Mm. You don't want to screw that up. Yeah. You know? When you have artists like a J. Cole or Wiz talking talking about the blog era, yeah. do, did you have any kind of pushback? They, didn't, they don't want to be defined by or boxed in to an era? Or, or they think that they're bigger than the blog era? I think they're proud of the blog era. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, I mean, like... Well, I, I should say, we didn't actually talk to J. Cole. We did talk to people uh, around him. But, like, we gosh. did talk to Wiz. And, like... But yes, I, I do think that there are some people who probably didn't participate because they don't want to be defined by that time. There are some people who used it as a platform to reintroduce um, themselves. Um, and so, like, you know, everybody has their own agendas and, you know, that's fine. But we were still able to tell the stories that we wanted to tell regardless of anybody's involvement. Yeah, it, it did used to be a pejorative. You know, mm. people people were just like, oh, like a blog rapper? Like, but then mm. at a certain point, it turned. And people mm. were like, like, yes, I'm guys. of a certain ilk, yeah. right? Like, I, I moved a certain way, not like now or like not like the people before me. And it was just like, I was different. And now it's cool to be a blog rapper and to be of a certain time. And I think that, like, um, there's a lot of love and certainly nostalgia that you see online every day. That's another reason why we were just like, boy, we better like get on this before someone else does, yeah. right? And the biggest rapper in the world, Drake, yeah. started, you know, yeah. Not Right. NotRight.com. Yes. Yeah. Let me ask y'all this. Unless you guys, you know, cover it explicit, explicitly in the, in the, in the show. Yeah. When do, you, when do you guys say the blog era started mm -hmm. and when do you think it ended? Mm -hmm. I think it started, I mean, there were blogs before, but mm -hmm. like it's peak. Is 2007 2012. Um, I think that 
around 2011 is when like social media starts coming in. So you start seeing like the downfall with like Tyler, the creator, Odd, Odd Future starts coming in in like 2010. And so like you start to see the downfall of it, but like it still exists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, even today, like twodopeboys.com is around. Yeah. But if you look for like notright.com, doesn't exist. If you look for like not right, not being misinfo, like yeah. like there's no evidence. That's another that's another reason. Like people have died, websites have gone away, Z share links have expired, right? Like these songs that mattered so much, you know, if you have it on your hard drive, you're lucky. Yeah. Because it's not on streaming services, Man. right? That piff is gone. Well, well, I think it's I think still, still around. around. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it was. So they, there was this huge they, thing. Yeah, and they, they announced came out. it, and or somebody announced it, and then they said, "Actually, we're still here. We're just reworking some stuff." Oh, but it's like, yeah. but all, I mean, like it doesn't have the same. Like, are you checking that Piff every single day? No, no offense to no, not Piff. for new <laughs> stuff, but like, there's only there's certain yeah, things I like. Right. Uh, what's, what do I listen to on that Piff all the time? Only because I lost my hard drive. Um, well, but there's the Ross album. Um, I, the yeah. Ross tape. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Albert Anastasia. Or, the other, yeah. What was it before? Um. Oh, what a, come on. Uh, Rich Forever. Rich oh, Forever. Because yeah. mm-hmm. Rich it only on that pip does it have all this. Because on SoundCloud and right. everything else, yeah. right. they took off uh, Stay Scheming. Yeah. So the yeah. album doesn't even sound right when it goes from like 16 yeah. to 18. Yeah. You're like, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, we need, I need, I need that right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still have my iPod from that era. That's fine. Like, my iPod has everything you, on it. Have you powered it up and like plugged it in? Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that was that uh that was that uh electricity blip that we went through last night. Shut oh, up. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. It shut everything it's, down. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a gym. I'll yeah. never get rid of it. I'll never get rid of that. I'll never get rid of my old computer because it had so much music from yeah. LimeWire to that pit yeah. to my free mixtapes. Yeah. Um, do you guys think that we'll be doing well, not us, but the culture will be doing documentaries like this on like SoundCloud rap and. Oh yeah, I think yeah. they already. I have, think so. Right? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. I, I think they zeroed on a certain people. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that like you know for us too, it's interesting because like if if we're gonna say 2007 to 2012, that includes the SoundCloud. Then well, we're all, yeah, it does. Uh, I, but like that's what uh, 15 or 16 years. You know, From since, the start, since yeah. it started. And so it's like a lot of time has passed and we were able to look at it with a different perspective. I think like, I and I hope that when people look at different times and eras and they give it enough space to, to really consider stuff, because if you're in it, yeah. it's such a different feeling and it's such a different, to have people now be able to be like, no, yeah, I did do this. Or I, you know, I, I think about it differently now because of this, you know, we do a lot of that and try to, you know, give it a full picture, you know, throughout. What Out of, out of 10 episodes, what was the hardest one to uh, formulate, I guess, or bring to fruition? Yeah. Be, uh, be a question. I think that uh, they're all tough in their different ways. You want to land the plane right, right? Mm-hmm. So like the 10th episode was a little difficult. The fifth episode which deals with a lot of race stuff was like really intense. Um, a lot of rewriting, um, a lot of figuring out. Uh, there was a lot of stuff with like trying to figure out why there were so few women rappers at the time. Mm, um, mm. That's also in the fifth episode. Is Rhapsody in it? Rhapsody is no. not. She happened sort of like more after that. Mm. But like, you know, there's a there's a lot of like, we spoke to Nitty Scott. Um, we spoke oh, to, yeah, yeah, to this, Nitty. Yeah. yeah, wow. So there's a lot of- Is Honey Cocaine vlog era? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, you know, you could say that the, the first episode was difficult. You, you really want to like launch this thing the right, right. way. Um, 
Yeah, I think everything had its own challenges. You know, yeah. I think that every single thing was sort of like poured over time and time again. And like, you know, sometimes months in, you'll be like, that doesn't work at all. <laughs> I, that, none of this stuff works. And like, you just blow the whole thing up and then you have to redo it all again. So like, you know, that's sort of been, um, there was there was one person who we uh, who we found as like an avatar for like everything that was bad. And it was like, <laughs> then we realized, oh, wait, this person whose story we thought we knew, like, we don't know that person's story at all. So, like, mm. had to reconfigure that as well. Like, everything has its, um, everything has, has its issues and everything has its upsides. Yeah. I was going to act as a fan of the blog era and then going into a death research, yes. you know, yeah. like this. What was something that you learned that was like, oh, shit, I had no idea? Well. Oh, man. One of my favorite facts is, which is revealed in the first episode, is that. All hip hop, uh, they used to send uh, news alerts mm -hmm. to your hip, mm -hmm. and they were the first ones to have push notifications. Like before anybody, before like Twitter, before um, Yahoo, like AOL, they were the first people to innovate news actually coming to your hip, which is like a wild thing. Um, and I think that uh, yeah, we had a lot of. There's a lot of great moments. I think this the second half of this podcast, so the episodes like seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine are like some really like eye-opening things. Ten is a really eye-opening thing. Um, so there's a lot of information that we we never knew. But I think what's what's really fascinating is because we've never done something like this. We've done a lot of storytelling, but never something this long, Narrative. this intense, and this like large. So to to Jeff and I had a lot of discussions about like, well, yeah, but people know this part of the story and they know this part of the story. And this is well-known information. But when you put those three things together back to back, it creates something totally new. Mm -hmm. And so you never think about it in the way that it's presented. And so that's been really gratifying for us to bring, you know, maybe maybe you've heard, uh, you know, E. Pamad, who's J. Cole's manager, yeah. like he's to told this story before, but never with the context that follows it. Nyla in one weekend met J. Cole mm -hmm. and made the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All same weekend. <laughs> wow. Wow. What a dream. Bill. Bill. By the way, by the way, <laughs> so like we've known Cole for, you know, since 2008, whatever. Like we're not we're not proud of this, but this is this is the You're truth. You're not proud of knowing him? No, no, no. I'm no, very, very proud of knowing him. him. But we went to like his first listening party, right? And he was a huge fan of ours. And so, and we would be mixy, you know, going out to all these different places. But so he does his, yeah, uh, he's at Le Poisson Rouge. <sighs> and so he's standing there and he's mm -hmm. passing out his mixtape. And Eric and I are like heading inside and this guy comes over and he starts trying to hand us a mixtape. And we're like, no, we'll get it inside. Like, we're good. Yeah, no, thanks. And he's like, I'm a huge fan. And so we start talking to him and we're like, oh, he's thanks like, for watching, man. enjoy my, my event inside. And we're just like, oh, oh, oh you're the... Oh. You're the guy who just signed to Jay-Z. Got it. You. Yeah. You here. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh, poor Cole. Cole. <laughs> no, yeah, you know poor Cole. No, no, no poor Cole. No, he's doing just fine. Yeah. By the way, he's used that as fuel for the past 15 years. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I, yeah. I can picture him in every interview. It was these two white guys. Man. <laughs> yeah. Everything. And I just needed to get... <laughs> um, I want to talk... Uh, before you get... I, I don't, I don't want to hold you guys too much longer. But I definitely want to ask you guys about the way you guys work together. Mm, I've not always, well. I've, I've always, yeah. <laughs> sure, right? Yeah. But that's what I want to talk about. Like, yeah. Because even to someone who I would I would consider myself one of your close friends, you, you don't see the cracks between you, which you shouldn't, right? Your mm -hmm. brothers. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you don't see the cracks between you two, even down to the cadence of the way you guys speak mm -hmm. yeah. in person, outside of microphones. Like, yeah. 
you always know when to speak after one another. Yeah. Like people have been podcasting forever, still talk over each other. Me and I would do this for <laughs> four seasons and I'll be like, <laughs> all right, this is what I'll talk right there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But you you guys being able to do that, obviously, and articulate via speech, how was that working this product, like mm-hmm. getting this art? How yeah. was that, like, you know, making sure that Jeff's vision was as much represented as Eric's and, and Eric's vision and overall, it's the real's yeah. vision yeah. was overall seen. Yeah. I mean, it, what, see, even right there, you just yeah. did it just now. Well, but what pressure builds. <laughs> I didn't know how to respond, so I let him do it. Pressure diamonds. makes diamonds, right? <laughs> You're inside. You don't know what is happening outside. You don't know what the dangers are, and you don't know what the possibilities are for this thing. And I think there were a lot of, there was, you know, there were a lot of eureka moments, and you feel like so just over the moon about something. But there's just as many times, or not just as many times, but there's a lot of times where it's just like, yeah, you think you have the idea, and like you're so happy, like you thought of this thing, and then you present it, and it's just like, no, it's not gonna work. Yeah, mm. and so like, yeah. Beat them up, drag them out, like big time, like fights about like stuff that you really feel strongly about. And it's just like, I don't like any other like, you know, friendship, relationship, like coworker situation. It's just like you figure it out, right? Yeah, there's and, lots like, of compromises and it's just like, you know. Yeah. And you figure there's a bigger, there's a bigger part to this whole thing. And and I think we both uh contributed equally in lots of great ways for something that is I, I really feel proud of this thing. I know Jeff really feels proud of this thing and like all of our contemporaries because that's what we really did it for. It's going to appeal to like, you know, like Jeff said, people who are like thinking about the capitalism part, the race part, the sort of uh, just the interesting story part. But for us, we really did it for like those people that we grew up around. And I think that like in this 2007 to 2012 period of time, they're going to be really happy with it. And from there... We'll be happy. So. Gyms. Is it coming out one by one, like a week a week? Oh, yeah, first two episodes out on April 19th and then yeah. every week after. All right. Yeah. I like It'll binging. be good. No, it's I like, like binging things. It's like things, premium but... television. Yeah. It's <laughs> but by the way, if you wanna if you wanna hang out until uh whenever it is, whenever the tenth episode. Yeah. yeah and then like, just binge them. Yeah. Totally fine. No, I'm Very not enjoyable waiting. that way too. Yeah, I'm yeah. not waiting. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'll, I'll ruin it every week. But I'm gonna do a closing. You guys don't have to close, but I'm gonna do a closing. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of The What. Thank you guys for stopping by and joining us. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. Make sure you guys follow us on Apple Music, Spotify, Revy Stream Podcast. Make sure you guys are back next Monday for another episode of The What. Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists. Peace. Don't miss an episode of The What. Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The What Hip Hop Questions, Legends, and Lists podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network, and our executive producer is Darren Byrne and produced by A-King. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? 
M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of Peanut Butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.